Hi, listeners. This is Hannah. And I'm Bianca. And today's episode is about how to navigate goal setting, especially in the crazy, hectic world around us. Bianca has always been my go-to person with goal setting, and today I've asked her to share her methods with you all. So grab your coffee, get comfy, and let's take back Sunday. So, Hannah, I have a question for you. Okay. When you think of New Year's Eve and New Year's, what's one thing that you think of? Resolutions. New Year's resolutions. Yep. Do you remember any of your resolutions from this last year? Um, maybe, but not really. Not really. I don't think I do either. I think that they were more like, be intentional. <laughs> or... Um, work out, you know, everyone's got the get healthy kind of resolution. And I find that like, I never stick to a new year's resolution. Oh, me either. Ever. It just doesn't work. What I do find works for me is whenever I set goals for myself. And I feel personally that it's probably connected to my (laughs) undiagnosed ADHD that if I have something written clearly I function a lot better. Like if I know exactly what to expect, exactly what my goal is, exactly what I'm going to do to get that goal, I do a lot better in achieving that goal as opposed to just saying, I'm going to work out more because that is so ambiguous and so vague that there's just like, like, how are we going to do that? What's the plan? What's more? Because I I work out zero. (laughs) I am here for a clear plan. Like, Right. If I say I'm going to work out more, well, more than what? More than the zero times a day that I do now. Yeah. Working out once for the year would be working out more. But that's clearly not, that's not what my goal would have been from that resolution. So today's episode, I'd like to talk about goals that we set for ourselves, why we set them, and maybe talk about some goals that we have achieved in our life um, that we're really proud of and kind of talk about how we can apply those as we transition back to school in a couple days. I know that when I was a teacher, I knew that when school was back in session, that was going to be a really hectic time. My schedule is not quite as flexible as it used to be. The kids had, you know, weeknight activities that we would have to do. I know that your, your kids are getting older where they can be involved in school sports. Yeah. You know, they're going to have practices. Whether it's school activities, school itself, Mm -hmm. it's just summertime is so much more lax yeah and then you know school starts and everything's like okay we need to be at bed in a certain time and we need to have dinner at a certain time and you got to have a shower because swimming in the pool doesn't count as a shower anymore (laughs) and not that it really does but my kids think it does relatable that is so relatable (laughs) it counts and with back to school it's nice to have a routine you know I would make a schedule for myself on my phone. I would have it planned out to the hour, like 5 a.m., wake up, 5.30, shower, 6 o'clock, finish getting ready, 6.15, leave for work, 7 o'clock, arrive at work, 7.15, drink your coffee. Like, I would have to sometimes put myself on that strict of a routine so I knew that I was doing the things I needed to do. And I know some people are probably listening like, oh, girl, maybe you need to be medicated. (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't want to be. I want to learn how to work with that part of my life as opposed to 
medicate myself into a version of myself that I'm not. So that's why I do the lists. That's why I do the goals. The first thing that I kind of wanted to talk about is the difference between a resolution and a goal and how our New Year's resolutions never stick. And that's because they're not specific enough, first of all. They're not measurable. There's no plan. There's no plan. There's like an outcome. That's right. With no steps on how to get to that outcome. Exactly. You know where you want to be, but you don't have the blueprint to get there. Yes. You just have a pipe dream. And so I am going to kind of give you my recipe or my blueprint to how I create my goals. This is actually an activity that I would do with my students on like the first or second day of school. They would have to write, I think, three to five goals using this format for themselves. Two of them had to be school related. One of them could be anything that they wanted, any kind of goal that they had for themselves, personal, social, maybe sports related. I said, I really, I don't care. I want it to be about you. What do you want to do? And for the most part, I got a good response. You know, you're always going to have the kids that are like, I want to get good grades. Okay. Well, how are you going to do that? Yeah. What are, what does good, what, what are good grades to you? Yeah. Because good grades to me could look different than good grades for you. So the first thing that I think you have to understand is why goals are important. And I want you to take a second, Hannah, and I want you to think, why are goals important to you? So I think goals are important because if you don't have goals or you're not trying to progress in life, then you're just stagnant there you know you should always be trying to learn something new or grow in certain areas it could be simple it could be I want to take more time for myself I give myself to everybody and I need to give myself 30 minutes just to myself or it could be I want to buy a new house and I need to get my credit up and save you know twenty thousand dollars it could be anything but yeah everyone should be working towards something exactly Cat Williams puts it so eloquently, but he says that he doesn't mess with anybody who is not going somewhere in life. Like you have to have goals. Like if you're selling marijuana this year and you're still selling it next year, I'm not messing with you. You better be advanced to crack cocaine in (laughs) six months. (laughs) Be going somewhere. I love it. Clearly we don't condone the selling of drugs (laughs) or the use of crack cocaine, but for all intents and purposes of this podcast, Cat Williams is supportive of goals also. But you're right, though. If we don't have goals in our life, it kind of feels like we're not going anywhere. And goals are a way to kind of hold us accountable to bettering ourselves. Yeah, like what's our purpose if we're not going anywhere and doing anything with ourselves? Exactly. It's and the- I have met people that are not Ugh. going anywhere and doing anything, and they are not interesting. And they are wanna, not fun to be around. You want to talk about icks. That. <laughs> That's an ick. <laughs> That's an ick. When you, you know, that's kind of a cliche question when you're getting to know somebody is where do you see yourself in five years? I think I've only had one or two people say, I don't really know. I don't really live like that. And, you know, if that works for you, that's fine. For me, if you don't have an idea of where you want your life to be, then I'm not the person for you because I'm constantly reevaluating my life and trying to figure out, okay, how can I do better? What can I do next? I'm constantly trying to learn and improve upon something. We even have goals about trips, just experiences. (laughs) I mean, it's not even something you have to improve, but it's like, okay, we've been here and here. Where are we going to go next? That is a goal in itself. Exactly. To experience the world, you know, and you can make that, 
you can take that goal and fit it into this formula. I'm using quotations like you guys can see me, but the formula <laughs> <She> definitely was. <laughs> and make it make it attainable and achievable and measurable. You know, that was kind of, I guess, a goal that I had for myself was to experience more. And for me, that literally meant just do one thing because I don't really experience a lot. And so far this year, we've gone to Nashville. We went to Gatlinburg. We're going to see Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. When this episode comes out, we have we would have gone to see Ed Sheeran. Yep. We're going to see the Goo Goo Dolls, which yes. I still think that I dreamt that whole <laughs> that whole encounter. So already I set that up for myself. And that's that's what I'm doing. And what an investment to I mean, honestly, what 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 is a better investment than to invest in ourselves and to give us give ourselves those experiences in those memories. I'm going to shout out my youngest brother's girlfriend, Morgan. She takes a solo trip to a different place in the country like all the time. I think she went to Philadelphia a couple months ago, just by herself, went out there. The crime junkie (laughs) in me is having major anxiety, but good for her. The crime junkie in me also told her, girl, get some pepper spray (laughs) and share your location with 10 people. And she's a crime junkie too. So she's very, yeah, she's very aware. But no, good. that's awesome. And I found out they do this dating thing that they go on like alphabetical dates. She'll pick a letter from the alphabet and... Whatever letter that is, they have to do something that starts with that letter. I love that. Isn't that adorable? Yeah. (laughs) So experiences. That's how this ties in. And I wanted to brag on my youngest brother finding the coolest girl. But so they drew an eye the last time. So they went to ice skating. Oh, fun. (laughs) Yeah. And then they went to a, it was like an arcade, but it started with an eye. The name of the arcade did. Oh, that's cool. That's, I think, incredible. Way to keep it interesting. Right. And I just think she has such a a zest for life. And she just wants to do as much and live as much as she can. And it just, it's it's great. It ties into honoring yourself, investing in yourself, giving yourself those memories to hold on to. So you really have to think about the purpose of your goals. You know, why are you setting these goals for yourself? Do you have a mission that all of these goals are going to work towards? Like, what's your ultimate at the end of the day? How are you going to feel like you've accomplished something? You know, what is it that you want to accomplish? And that's a tough question. That could take years of goals and reevaluating your trajectory in life. You create like a mission statement for your life. What, yeah. what do you want to project to the world? What are you going to do in your life that is going to help you and allow you to do that like I feel like everybody has a purpose and a lot of people I'm not going to say everybody but I feel like a lot of people know that purpose like for example I work in a healthcare field most of the people that I work with their purpose is to help others that's yeah. you know they're a service type person but there's purposes in seasons what my purpose in this season might change to what my purpose is in the next season or I might have just had a purpose in another season and now my purpose has changed. And what a beautiful concept that you don't have to have just one purpose in life. Oh, absolutely. You know, I feel like that's something that is maybe conveyed to us that you you have a purpose. What is your purpose? You know, and even if it is to help others, how you accomplish that could look different in each season. If you're talking about a job, mm-hmm. my purpose might be to help people. But my job could be, for example, I worked for 10 years with kids and juveniles. 
and foster kids, you know, and then I went to the exact opposite and worked with the elderly. And that's where I really felt like my overall purpose was, at least in my career, was, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. And that's, I feel, a very reassuring thing that just because your life changes or your career changes, you still have purpose. Your purpose can still be, like, you can still serve that purpose to others. It's just going to look different. I feel like my purpose is to learn and to teach. That's what I was put on this earth to do, was to help others learn. I've done that for the majority of my life. I've worked in healthcare. I have worked primarily with students. I was a Head Start preschool teacher. I was a substitute teacher. I ran Kids Corner, which for those of you that don't know what that is, that's a summer day camp for school-aged kids, ages five to going into sixth grade, which is sometimes 12 years old. And I did that for a decade. And then I was an eighth grade teacher. And so my purpose to teach was very clear because I was teaching. It's literally in my job description. And then when I transitioned out of the classroom, it really made me reevaluate, well, what is my, how am I going to serve my purpose now? Like, how am I going to help people learn? And how am I going to teach? And it really felt like I had failed myself because I was no longer in this profession that I loved that was allowing me to fulfill that part of myself. However, in my current role, as I, you know, I think I've talked about this, I do tech support for an education program. I get to teach adults how to use the program. I was literally going to say that. Like, if you hadn't come to that conclusion, I was about to give it to you. It really is a reassuring thought that just because my life changes, my purpose doesn't have to. But also in that same breath, my purpose can. So for people that might be in a position where they might be wondering about their purpose or they are just trying to work on some goals or learn how to set goals Mm because they want to accomplish things, they just don't know how to get there. What is your plan that you use? So my lesson for my students is... I give them what's called the SMARTER goal, and each letter in the word SMARTER stands for something. It's an acronym. So S is for specific, M is measurable, A is actionable, R is relatable, T is time-bound, E is evaluate, and R is reward. I'm going to kind of go into what each of these means for me and how I would teach them to my students. So specific It is, I mean, it's exactly what the word says. You want it to be specific. It's okay to even be too specific because if you're too vague, you can't measure it. Yeah. So if you say like circling back to New Year's resolutions, I want to work out more. Okay, mama, what does that look like? You know, I want to work out three days a week for 30 minutes a day for three weeks. For me, that's specific. That's measurable because I can measure it. I can say, I did this. I went three days a week, 30 minutes a day for three weeks. Or if you get to Wednesday, you can be like, <laughs> okay, we've got to get my butt in gear because yeah, I only exactly. have four more days so, a week. Let me, let me comment on what the A, another, you know, word for A could be is attainable. You want to make it attainable. You yeah. can't set yourself up for failure. Or you're, you're going to give up and it's not going to be sustainable. Let's say I wanted to, for me, who works out zero times a day right now, if I would say I want to work out seven days a week, 
60 minutes a day, intense cardio, burn 300 calories each time for a month. How many of you think that I'm going to make that goal? I'll it wait. Ain't happening. <laughs> Don't it ain't worry, happening. I'll wait. <laughs> it's not going to happen because it's not attainable. That's yeah. not something that I can attain. And the only person who knows that is you. Like you have to really look at yourself and say, yeah, I may want to do that. I may really want that to be a goal one day in my life. But right now I can't do that. And you have to be real with yourself or you're going to set yourself up for failure. So can you make smaller goals that lead to a bigger goal? Yeah. So that's kind of that can lead to, you know, you make like a a big overarching Goal. These are the goals that I'm going to set to get there. And then we, I'll get to the E part, the evaluates, where this will lead into your question. So the A that I have is actionable. So what are you going to do to achieve this goal? How, what action steps are you going to take? Not just saying I'm going to go to the gym, but I'm going to set an alarm at 6.30 p.m. to go to the gym. Or maybe I'm going to get a gym membership because or you might not there. have a gym membership. Yeah. Yep. And I'm going to set a time to go to that gym that exactly. I have a, now have a gym membership to. So the next thing then is how it's relatable. How is it going to relate? How is your goal going to relate to you and your purpose and what you want to achieve from that goal? Time bound, give yourself a time frame, you know, and make it reasonable. So it's, again, if your goal is to lose 100 pounds, you better make sure that it's not in six months yeah. because that's just not realistic or healthy. or healthy, you know, you really have to be honest with yourself again. So the measurable, the action, all of these require internal reflection and just being real with you because you're the only person who knows if these are things that you can do. Um, and then evaluate. And that kind of ties into your question about setting, you know, smaller goals. So how are you going to a evaluate yourself? to determine if you achieved this goal. And then if you did achieve this goal, what's the next step up? You know, maybe you want to start with, I go to the gym three days a week and I just go there. I read this actually. The act of driving and going to the gym is the hardest part for people. And so they recommend that you literally just get in your car, drive to the gym, go inside and say, okay, I did it and now I'm going to go home. And that is your routine. And you just get into the habit of getting in your car and physically going to the gym for like a month. And then after you've done that consistently, you can start working out and it just becomes so routine. And I don't know, I don't know if it works. I don't know if I want to try it because I feel like I would be embarrassed to just drive to the gym, walk in and be like, what's up, players? And then walk out and go home. Everybody's looking at you like, uh, are you lost? <laughs> like, hey, Bianca's here. Hey. And I'm like, what's up, guys? Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> but I've read that it works. And I'm probably going to look into more research on that of just maybe how developing those small habits can lead to big change. I have a friend who goes to the gym almost every day. And I don't know what started, you know, if he w was going every day or if it, it, he built up to that. But, mm -hmm. like, he's lost a ton of weight. He's healthier than he's been in years. He's replaced physical fitness with past previous addictions. I feel like, I don't know, I kind of want to hear from him and see, you know, like, hey, where did you start with this? Because he's, like, we've been on a convention before, and he has, like, <laughs> and like I got to go to the gym at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night at the hotel. Yeah. But that is just his routine, and it's, yeah. like, instilled in him. 
Yeah. The same way that I feel like I have to have a large Coke from McDonald's every day. <laughs> I was really upset me. that you didn't bring me a Dr. Pepper. I should have. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. So it is good to understand what works for you. You know, maybe you do need to be that person that just gets in the car, drives to the parking lot, and then go home. And just getting into that habit of getting in the car and going, because that's the first step. And I hear that that can be the hardest. I'm taking notes over here. <laughs> and then the R is for reward. How are you going to reward yourself after you reach your goal? Let's say my goal is to drive to the gym three days a week for a month, just to drive there to the parking lot. What am I going to do to achieve that goal? I'm going to set an alarm on my phone. I'm going to touch base with Hannah and tell her that she needs to call me. And I'm going to share my location with somebody so I'm accountable. Those are my three action steps. How is this relatable to me and my purpose? My purpose is to be the best version of myself and to be healthy. That directly ties into that time bound. I've given myself a month. Seems reasonable to me. Honestly, I could probably make it two weeks. Evaluate. How am I going to evaluate myself? Well, I'm going to look, did I do it? How many days a week did I go? When was it hardest for me? I'm really going to look and dig into how it worked, how it all came together. How will I reward myself? You don't want your reward to then take away any of your progress because my my immediate thought is Donna and Tom from Parks and Rec, hashtag treat yourself. Like I'm going to crumble cookie because I drove to the gym for three days a week for a whole month. I didn't do one exercise, but I deserve that cookie. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not here to shame you for that at all because crumble cookie is amazing. Go get you a crumble cookie Go if get you want you a one. <laughs> but maybe you buy yourself something that you can use at the gym. Like I really want these wireless headphones that I hear on the, all the podcasts. I love that idea. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Thank you. I think that if your reward ties into your bigger purpose and your bigger goal, I just feel like it, it just connects and it just makes more sense. Yeah. And it encourages you and um, inspires you maybe to achieve it. If I go out and spend $50 on a nice pair of little AirPods or whatever they're called, wireless headphones mm -hmm. for the gym, I'm more apt to go to the gym. Right. Because you are investing in it. You know, you're investing yeah. in yourself and you're investing in that goal. So that would be an example for me. A very smart goal, a smarter goal that includes all of those aspects. And I think that it's not, I don't think that it's hard to come up with those goals once you really can do that self-work and figure out what is my purpose. Well, and I feel like some pen to paper work yes. would help tremendously. Yeah. And I told you before we started recording that you were going to have homework. And so you, my homework for you is to have two of these types of goals before we record again. Okay come up with two smarter goals that'll tie in they can be they don't have to be school related <laughs> they can be professional or personal okay um and then I already had a couple pop in my head so. I love it and it's I feel I get inspired when I set these goals for myself because it really allows me to think ahead and think to the future instead of focus on maybe things that are not where I want them to be right now yeah getting in that kind of down like, ugh. Because it's so easy. Yeah. It's so easy. And there's no shame in it. I struggle with anxiety and depression. And depression has been kicking my ass the past couple weeks. Like, it's hard. But being able to reflect and think, okay, what is making me feel this way? How can I address this in a healthy way? Are there things I can do 
to feel better. And there are, you know, and that's when I turn to some goals. Like, what are some things that I do want to have accomplished in the next month? What are some things I want to have accomplished in the next six months, in the next year, in the next five years? I think that some people discourage that because they're like, you plan your life too much. You don't go with the flow. But I don't think people quite understand why, the why behind my goal setting. It's not that I want to follow a very specific timeline for my life, you know, because the classic, where do you see yourself in five years question? I've been asked that question for my entire dating life. Do you know how many times that answer has changed? When I was 27, that answer looked different. And now we are five years and none of those things happened. (laughs) So obviously like I'm a, you adjust your goals, you adjust where you see yourself throughout every life experience that you have. So I want to kind of talk about now, what are some goals that you have accomplished? I know a big goal that you've accomplished in the last year, so we can talk about that if we want, but what's maybe another goal that you've accomplished in the past month or the past week or in your lifetime? You know, what are some goals that you are really proud of? And a very obvious goal is, you know, sobriety, which I have accomplished um, and continue, you know, plan to continue to accomplish another goal achievement. Another big goal I have had was that I would always like write these songs, but never finish them. And last summer I finished a song, performed it. And I actually won in our district an award for songwriter of the year. And then I went on to the international level and one songwriter of the year. So yes, that was we really cool. Very proud of you for that. Thank when you. When your goal was just to write the song. Yeah. And this was just so much more. Yeah. Like it, cherry it, on top. It turned out to be so much more. It was a huge accomplishment. A goal that I'm working on right now, which I feel like taking, you know, your advice and your lesson on this, it will help, is that, you know, last year was my first annual survey for mm-hmm. my job in my nursing home. And our annual survey will be coming up very soon at any time now. And my goal is to do better than I did last year and be more prepared than we were last Mm -hmm. year because that facility hadn't had one for two years due to COVID. So it was a pretty big one. They found a lot of improvements that needed to be made. So I like the narrative. And so this year, you know, I would like to do better than we did last year. I think that's great. A goal that I've had for myself recently is to be more social and to be more engaging with the people that I'm around. And I've done that by going to Music Bingo here in town and karaoke. And I feel like I'm cheating because I am I do it because it's within my comfort zone still in town at the bar where I have worked, where I know everybody who's there and you run it. So it's like, it's a very safe space for me to be social and to feel comfortable, you know, and I get dressed up, I sing, which I, you don't know me listeners. Hannah knows that I, I don't karaoke. I really don't like to do it. It makes me anxious. It makes me nervous. I would do maybe one song if we would go to like the edge of town or whatever bar that was. But now I feel like I like it. I enjoy it. You know, it's something that it fills my cup. It's a small joy that I have. I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I feel like um, I've seen this growth even in that simple act as like when you first started going, you would sit 
with me. And now you sit out at the bar, like where you're around other people that you didn't come with or that you aren't used to hanging out with. And like you went from, you know, singing like one song per like, you know, little section of whatever karaoke we're doing. And now it's like, you know, we're not doing the same songs. We're trying different songs. We've never tried before doing multiple songs. Like you've just really, you know, opened yourself up to, you know, trying new things. I feel like I have gained some confidence in that. And I think that that is because I feel safe there, you know, and the people that are at the bar are people that I know, you know, I've known them forever. And this past weekend when we went, there was nobody at the bar and it was just (laughs) us. And I feel like I could, I made a complete fool of myself, but I had so much fun doing it. And I just, that's not in my character that I've ever classified myself as fun. And I think I say that in one of these episodes that I'm, I don't consider myself a fun person, but I had a lot of fun singing karaoke with my mom. We were singing meatloaf. Oh my gosh, that was awesome to watch. (laughs) And if any of you know the inside joke that we listened to meatloaf for three hours, you know that it's a, it's a longstanding joke that we make fun of my mom for loving meatloaf. But in reality, I too love meatloaf. I love that performer. I love his music. And it's because of that time I spent with my mom. You took singing the words it in the right car. out of my mouth. <laughs> it's, it's a bop. <laughs> it is a bop. And it's because I, love it. I equate that now to like a joyous memory that I have for my childhood. I was able to do that with my mom and like enjoy that with her and let myself just have fun and be free and not worry about who's looking at me. Does my outfit look okay? Do I sound okay? Because no, the answer was no, I did not sound okay. When I tried to sing Queens, (laughs) somebody to love the only person that sounds okay doing that is Freddie Mercury himself. (laughs) So if you would like video of that, I do have it because I wanted to enjoy that later. It's hilarious. It was, it was fun. It was fun. Honestly, the more that you go out of your comfort zone somewhere where you feel safe, the more likely you are to go somewhere, you know, out of your comfort zone and start that process again of, you know, just starting small and kind of working your way up. So in in therapy, she brought up to me, we talked about dating and how hard dating is and how you really can get in a really negative place when you just feel like you're constantly being rejected by online dating because... I feel like rejection is instantaneous sometimes with online dating because you either they like you back or they don't. Yeah. And she said, my therapist suggested to go and experience things without the expectation of like a romantic connection. So go join communities, you know, in my head, I was thinking they offer like this painting thing that they do in Blue Springs, which is a town fairly close to us um, where you kind of you follow it's like a paint by instruction type thing okay and going and doing that by myself and just enjoying the people that are there meeting new people that are maybe in a similar position that I am where they're single and they're just trying to live their best lives so I think you know we've talked about how to make a goal Mm -hmm. and then we each talked about goals that we've achieved I would like to talk about our podcast goal and kind of share that with our listeners. Yeah, I think that'd be great. So during our brainstorm session, we set some goals and did 
the steps that you just explained. So one of our goals is to gain 100 followers on Spotify in our first month. So by September 6th, we are hoping to have 100 followers. And our reward, if we gain that, is... Getting sushi! sushi. (laughs) Because we love sushi. We do. Another goal we have is to meet and record twice a week for a month. And I feel like we have met twice a week so far for these episodes. If not more. Yeah, for sure. And then to be eligible to have ads played during our episodes, we have to have 100 listens on Spotify, and we're currently at 87. So we are very close to that goal before our first episode is technically dropped because we're recording this before our first episode even is being released. So we're ahead of the game on that goal. So we're very excited about that. As we come to the close of this episode, I wanted to kind of circle back to the new school season that is just days away. Life is shifting, routines are changing, and this is a perfect time to set intentions and goals for the season. And we want to know what your goals are. So we would love it if you would email us some goals that you want to achieve in this next season of life at tbspod23, all lowercase, at gmail.com. That is tbspod23 at gmail.com. We would also love to hear all about the wonderful goals that you've already accomplished. And we might even read some of them at the end of next week's episode if you give us permission to. We would love for you to connect with us on Instagram at Taking Back Sunday Podcast, as well as Facebook. We have a Facebook page that you can check out. And we would love it if you followed us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. It lets us know who's following. And then you can also get notifications for when an episode drops. Yes, we would really love to hear back from our listeners. What are, you know, what are we doing well? What are some room for growth so we can then look and make goals for ourselves? And what would you like to hear about? Yeah. What are some topics that you'd like for us to cover? Because we are definitely open to anything and everything. We want to make this a space where we talk about our life experiences, but we also want to reach the experiences of our listeners. So we know that the next few days are going to start getting very hectic and very busy as school starts back and things kind of rear up. So we hope that this episode can help guide you whether it is making a goal for your kids on what they need to do in school, their homework, their bedtime, whether it's you wanting to do meal prep, whatever it might be. We hope that you got something from this and we can't wait to talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening. I'm Bianca. I'm Hannah. And this is Taking Taking Back Back Sunday. Sunday. So during our brainstorm session, we (laughs) brainstorm. Say it. Brainstorm. Say it with your chest. Brainstorm. Brainstorm session. <laughs>